Welcome to Because I Said So, a podcast where we amplify youth voices and use age to better understand the world around us. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you find us. It really, really helps others find this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. Oh my god, you sound so good. It's kind of like ASMR because you're also chewing a mint. And then we have like the lovely New York ambiance in the background. What are you chewing on? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna put the air. ASMR, wait. Anyways, I'm here on spring break with my dearest friend Ali in her city. Um, and mm, dearest, that's the top level. That's the top tier for me. Oh, that. Do you want to explain a little bit about that? I think it kind of talks about college a little bit too, because that's what we're going to get in today is like college and the ways that we kind of like evolved and changed and friendships and all that. But can you explain your tier? Because we had a conversation with one of Ali's friends at school about it this morning about like the different ways that we like to find closeness with people. So do you want to talk a little bit about like what happened or do you want me to explain it? You can explain <laughs> Because Ali and I are both people who are very anxious about what other people think of us and tend to over-apologize. So this has been weighing on Ali's brain because she's worried that she offended the people. people think of me. I just worry that I'm hurting other people. That's, yeah, time. that's fair. That's why I, I worry about that too. Like, I'm worried that I'm burdening other people. Or with, being insensitive. Or, or, be, or like, like un- without, unaware. Yeah. Like, unaware of, like, the ways that I'm doing like, things that are harmful. It makes awful if I hurt someone by accident. No, and I'm not aware of it. And then, about. like, yeah, no, 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 I completely understand. Um, so... Yes, so basically Ali was out with her fr- with some friends the other night, and she had just said, like... Not the other night, it was, like, a month ago. A month ago, a month ago. They've been cooking this. <laughs> let them cook, let them cook. Um, and what is she cooking? What is she cooking? Can you smell what the rocks got cooking? Anyways, so um, she was... I don't know what the conversation was, but they were basically... I don't know either, I don't remember <laughs> She this. was there. Um, but basically she was, like... You guys, like, I don't consider, like, you guys, like, close friends. And they brought it up today. I, and think, they- I think it was, I mean, I don't remember for certain. So this could be totally wrong. But I think it was offhanded, like, talking about coming to college and making connections. And because I think it was when we had that conversation about dating people. And, oh, yeah. And, like, if it's easy to meet people that you click with. And I was like, no, I, th- I think it's not that hard to meet people you click with. And even if you do, it, like, takes a while to feel, like, cl- really close with them. Like, I don't consider you guys like my close friends i consider you like good friends but like not like close friends right um which the, i didn't realize was a controversial opinion at the time i thought we were all very much on the same page yeah well because they don't know my deepest secrets right or and my family life yeah and i think it is really interesting <laughs> because um i don't know i i, I know that you'd said like you were like i don't want to like offend them and like it was weird that they were offended because they brought it up today and they were like that we thought just thought that was funny like not in like a bad way it was just like you know like made us laugh um but Which I, means they were laughing about it when I wasn't there. <laughs> I understand this anxiety, but it's also funny to hear you talk about it, like, from an outside thing. Because, like, I'm like, oh, this is how I sound to other people. Um, and Well, it's, like, in a shared way. Like, it's part of the reason that we're such good friends. But I do think that it's really interesting. And I think that that's one of the ways that I've noticed myself having changed since I came to college. Mm-hmm. Is I think that, well, in some ways, I think I'm a lot more extroverted. Because I think that I um, tend to feel like a need to connect with people a lot more, especially like being in the campus that I'm in at Northwestern. Um, it's like a very nuclear campus in a way that like, and also 
it's kind of separated. It's in like a suburb. So it's not really in like the city. So it's like, the, this is your community. Like it's very clear that it's there. You're seeing the same people every day. Um, it's just like, I think a little bit more communal than it is like for you. Um, so I think that there's that sense that like, I, I really need to be with people and it's really hard to take quality alone time. Like even when I take alone time, it's like I'm studying in the library with a bunch of other people around me. I'm not really expending time with myself or like kind of catching up on my own thoughts or really like connecting, going on like little dates with myself. Like I'm not doing those things. Um, and some of that can be coping, but I think it's also just like such a sense of FOMO that I have at school. Cause I think that that, like the fear that other people were building connections faster than I was, especially when I got there was really strong for me. Like I was like, I don't want to fall behind. And then it almost felt like there was musical chairs where it's like, you know, I don't want to fall behind in the connections that people are making. But one of my very good friends from home, Acadia, she once told me, she was like, life is kind of like a game of musical chairs and you are kind of like searching for those connections, but you always have a chair and that chair is like yourself for better or for worse. Like some people that scares them and some people that's really comforting. But I think at school that was kind of scary for me. Like I, I didn't really want that one. I was like, I can refurbish and get a new chair and I'll find other chairs and I'll just you know um and so I think that that's kind of been something that's different for me and I think that also like the way that I present and you know this because we've talked about it and I think that you're kind of the opposite is like when I meet people I like to share a lot of those like details up front about myself and not like trauma dump but just like be very vulnerable and honest because I would rather them know these things up front so that if they didn't like not baggage but like just like the extraneous things that I carry alongside like myself um if they didn't like those things up front then they can go ahead and leave before like, I get attached to them or enjoy their friendship um so I think that like I tend to like list those things like my family and not necessarily deep dark secrets but just like some things up front which I think I'm trying to get better at because I think that that's really a projection of like insecurity but I mean the way that you handle things is different so I think you should talk a little bit about that yeah um I would say it's like I mean, similar in that when I first got to college, it's the same kind of thing. Like, oh my God, I'm missing out. And I think, especially in the age that we live in with social media, not to sound like an old person, but it like definitely perpetuates. Okay, get off my lawn. <laughs> it definitely perpetuates um, those feelings, right. you know, because it's like, I think there's there's so much anxiety about proving oneself when you yes. get to college. For everybody, even if they act like that's not true. I mean, you're in a totally different environment. Yeah. And you feel like you should be something. You know what I mean? Like, you should be more grown up, or you should be cool, or you should have this number of friends, or whatever. It just feels, like, I don't know, chaotic at first. It does. And I remember on Instagram, like, having followed all these people from my school that I didn't know, really, but, like, had met briefly, or... um had followed me or I'd met on the like class of 20s 27 whatever 26 <laughs> well I'm 27 because I'm the double degree oh yeah yeah, but yeah, anyway. yeah for a longer time <laughs> yeah um but because I had seen like I, I had met those people whatever and because I was following them it was like people were posting ex- like excessively you could tell it was just this desire for approval and to show that like we fit in i'm having a good time at college i'm having a good time i swear i'm having a good time yeah because i'm sure on their end they were seeing other people doing the exact same thing and so at first i think i felt pretty behind and like lonely like i was like fuck like nobody wants my friend and none of these people here are clicking and like all of my friends from home are clicking with people and having a great time and having romantic interests and blah 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 and (laughs) 
And, um, but, um, interestingly, you know, you're talking about, like, the musical chairs. I think I would have to say I did it kind of opposite, where it was, like, instead of becoming really, really extroverted, it was more withdrawn, which I think is how I tend to be anyway when I get, um, kind of anxious or depressed or whatever, as I just, like, go into myself. And I get very, like, self-reliant because instead of I don't want to get rid of my own chair like if anything that's the only one I can rely upon I'm always like oh well I have me and I can trust her because at least I know like she means she's weird and sometimes crazy and stuff but but I know all of the thoughts that pass through my brain and all the feelings and it's like there's nobody's gonna like I'm not gonna pull a fast one on myself yeah well it's judgment but it's a different type of judgment yeah it's not a judgment to necessarily be afraid of because there's no abandonment there right exactly and so I think I've I was became very reliant upon myself and more withdrawn and so when I met people I did the opposite where it was like I feel like very few of the people here have actually extended intimate knowledge about my life or my feelings or anything because that's that's like kept to me it's almost kind of a sacred thing um and so that's why I don't consider a lot of people like close friends yet is because it's like all of that is stuff that I would divulge if they were a close friend and I just haven't done that because it's very like I've been very guarded which I think is good and bad like I've I've gotten to feel more comfortable with myself I think I really like being with myself and by myself but sometimes I like it too much and to the point of like I'm isolating myself you know what I mean yeah I I sometimes wish though Maybe this is, like, a little bit of self-doubt that I did keep things close, like, my cards a little bit closer to my chest. And maybe that's, like, self-protection and, like, a fear of, like, being too trusting. But it's also, like, I think that there is, like, a sort of, like, sacred aspect to those things. That being an open book is good, but I think it's also sometimes, like, overrated. Because I do think that um, trying to rush connections ends up, I think coming to bite you in the ass a little bit sometimes because I also think that like there's just certain things that can only be built up with time like you can share information stuff just has to come naturally you can share information as much as you want and you can really you know like vulnerability breeds vulnerability is like one of my favorite like little quips that I say but I mean as much as that's true it takes a lot of time to fully build up a relationship and you can't rush that by divulging information that's close to you just to kind of create this, like, superficial, like, Mm. appearance of, like, long-term closeness. And I think that that's something that I really just wanted so badly. Like, I just wanted something that felt familiar and close while I was at school. Um, And it's something that, like, I don't necessarily regret because I do think that there are friends that I have that I really value. I mean, all of the friends that I have I really value, but it's, like, I do think that that's something that I want to pay more attention to going forward is, you know whether it is for comfort or it is for like coming from a place of like insecurity and projection and like coping with fears of abandonment like that's something that I want to get better about and that I think that I want to pay more attention to is like I don't have to say everything it's okay to like slowly let this person learn who I am through experiencing it and I think I prefer it that way I mean I was saying earlier when we were having that conversation with my friend is it's like I don't consider someone close until I've gone through various seasons of life with them right because you see somebody at their ups and their downs and and they're there you like absorb people little by little and I'm aware that that's how I'm received by other people as well and so it's like you know a tv show when there's a character that maybe does something that's like 
questionable. Right. But there's a lot of other scenes that make them very human or likable. There's context. Yeah, it's like you need all those other episodes first <laughs> before I divulge stuff that's like near and dear to me, I feel like. Right. Where it's like I I picture like um layers. Like they just put like a little onion layer at a time. And I don't wanna don't I don't want to rush that, you know, because I want people to get the full picture of me. That's true. Um, slowly but surely, like as you know, because I don't think anybody ever totally understands who you are. But like the best you can is maybe like you know build it up, right. and uh, I'll try and give them background and background and background and background, various stories that kind of little drops about like who I am, right? <laughs> and then you know, sometimes it's like bigger chunks or whatever. But I don't do it all at once because i feel like that's impossible to to absorb or really understand because you have to like i think that people kind of have an essence to them you know what i mean and i I want people to be familiar with that essence before i like lay all my cards out yeah well and i mean you also talked about social media and i think that's something that's like a big thing that i'm i'm trying to get better at staying away from i mean i think everybody is like gone through their face like i'm gonna delete instagram and then maybe it like lasts for a couple days and so i'm trying to start small i deleted like tiktok and all of these other little things that are just like extraneous real yeah well it's and like, i'm mostly keeping it still i did download tiktok the other day because i was watching um some edits that somebody's in my succession edits from I'm a friend. Sorry, I got told I needed to watch the them. new season comes out in two days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I did get on Instagram recently too because I was looking at this girl's haircut for reference. But yeah, but for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, I've been off of it, and I think it is helpful because it starts to like when you take a step back, you're like, wait, this is kind of weird. Like most people walk around with this total like. It's like they're playing a character. And I oh, think yeah. that largely having having gone through COVID and then this dependency on social media definitely contributes to that kind of persona people develop. Yeah, I wrote like a little um, opinion thing a while ago. I don't even know if I ever did anything with it, but it was like talking about how, you know, during COVID we like necessitized technology for things like paying bills and ruining prescriptions. And it was like, it was such a necessity for us to be able to survive because we mm-hmm. couldn't go out and do all of these things. But now that like the infrastructure is there and we have like a, the ability and like, you know, it's safe to go out and do these things. We have a tendency towards not doing them and still relying upon technology just because like that's what we became used to. But I think that, you know, it bleeds over into a lot of things. And there, there are pros. Like, I think that there are things like it, it has helped me to like meet people like at my school that I might not have met. But I also think that, I mean... I haven't met anybody through social media. Really? Mm-mm. Well, it's like, I don't know. I don't trust it. I'm like, just because I meet somebody online, whoever they are online is not the same as they are in real life. No, 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 that's true. That's very fair. Um, but I mean, in, like in that realm, like that's kind of like texting. You yeah, know? I just don't... I don't feel like I can get a read on someone in that way. Mm, that's true. But I, I met like one of my close friends at college, her name was MJ. I DM'd her because I saw that she liked the same music that I did. And then we just planned to meet up in person. So I think, like, there's definitely pros that I think that, like, apps, like, be real. I know that we were talking about this. And it's, like, because I... I have opinions. I have strong opinions. She has strong opinions. And, (laughs) you know, I think that you've rubbed off on me. You've what? You've what? You've rubbed off on me. I could Um, write an essay about be real. And and it's... Well, yeah, I mean, it is the panopticon. It's also, like, this veiled sense of, like quote-unquote being real because you're not you're not like people like post them at random times it's 
posed. It's like it's not really doing what it claims to do. Well, I think it's the that same it's something like, that like Snapchat stories used to do. Yeah, it's just when like, I had Snapchat where it's like, look who I'm hanging out with right now, and look where I am. Well, that's the thing is, people like, like wait. Why would I care? People wait to like post to them for Angelina, and it's but it's also just like on a broader scheme, like rather than like the nip, it's just like like you said, like the Panopticon. It's it like I don't like want life to feel like a performance art. I also don't want to try to like plan. I mean, not that like I don't. I mean. I, it's not like I have done this, but like, you know, I think that things just end up becoming pervasive and you feel like your life needs to be more exciting and you start to be like, well, damn, like if say like be real girls off three days in a row and you're laying in bed reading, you're like, damn, this is the third day I've appeared laying in bed reading. Like I need to do something more exciting. And then it's just like those small things I think add up over time and you're like, it slowly becomes more like performance art. Like you're living just in like in a no, performance, and so because it creates this idea that even you in your private space need to be um, watched. Yeah, are obligated to share that part of your life, right? Which then opens it up, of course, to like judgment. And right. I think that's like not true, you know. And it, it, it's like this idea of constant surveillance. It is and constant performance that I think it's hard, it is. getting harder and harder to escape from. And I think that that's one of like the most stressful things. And like, that's one of like the things I, I've noticed my anxiety go up is like, I notice almost a direct correlation. <laughs> I notice almost a direct correlation between um, like my anxiety levels and how much I'm on my phone. Cause I think that I become so, I, I just feel like I am so available to people mm-hmm. and there's not really like a time to myself because it's like i'm well, cyborgian you to be so right. available like i'm it's like i feel him. like i'm a cyborg because i'm like i just like <laughs> i i feel like that's what it is and um then there's that kind of addiction too when you get those dopamine hits it's like it really does run this reward pathway in your brain um and it, it, it's an addiction i mean i know that like the social network isn't that what it's called or like i forgot the document not the social network that's an documentary (laughs) but the um, the documentary that was talking about like social media (laughs) i can't remember what it's called either but my mom tried to make us watch (laughs) um but i mean it really does run through those dopamine pathways and it's like you know the experiment where like the with gambling i mean really it's like that's the reason why you gamble is because it's these intermittent ratios of rewards like you don't get it every time you look you don't get it every time you hit the button Mm -hmm. but you get it at random intervals so you keep checking so you keep checking because you're like oh well maybe oh well maybe we have little rat brains it is a little rat brain moment and so i don't know i think that that's something that i'm trying to get better about especially being at school is being more present in the moment (laughs) um but also like even not at school like i think that that was one of the things that i needed most is like i was so so incredibly burnt out like physically and mentally coming home and emotionally oh me too coming home and i was like i I just I am, even after break. I know. That's, like, the thing is, like, I feel like I'm in this little... I am in this little capitalist rat race. <laughs> but Literally. It never stops. It never stops. And we were talking about this morning, your parents being, like, life doesn't get easier. And we're, like, damn. Um, but it really doesn't stop. But I think that, like, that's something that I'm trying to get better at is spending time with myself um, and just trying to take a little reprieve from... <laughs> I was just sorry guys Perry doesn't like to be entertaining why would she say oh that? yeah we were talking about one of our friends um their friend was kind of like doing something in regards to like production and media and um they had been on their friend's thing and they they said sorry like their name doesn't like to be entertaining or like something like that and yeah. we were just like there's an example right there there's people ex- always have to be on and performing yeah and it's like you don't have to be that way and it's just like it's also like 
Jesus, she was probably explaining something, and, <laughs> and she's like, "Okay." Short our attention spans now that we're like. Well, that's like a whole other thing that we could get into. It's like the I feel like I was impressed with myself for being able to sit through a movie the other night. I was like, and even that, I was like Me on my too. phone. When we watched right. Midsummer. I was like, wait, I'm I was eating like, right I was now. Like, <laughs> no, I was like, I'm doing so good. I'm so proud of myself. For, like, like, being able to, like, sit and watch. Or, like, if I go through, like, a whole, like, hour and a half lecture without getting on my phone or getting on my computer, I'm, like, I'm so in tune with my psyche. My is so big. I know. I'm, like, wow. When I do art without listening to, like, music or a podcast. Same with running. I'm, like, oh, well, I can't. I always have to listen to something when I run. Or else I get, like, when I hear the sound of my own breathing, it stresses me out. (laughs) <laughs> let's, let's unpack <laughs> but no i mean it is it is like an interesting and also like finding ways to self-soothe aside from technology like i don't like i because i feel like a lot of times you know you go i mean even listening to music which isn't necessarily a bad thing but it's like i that's like the, what i reach for first rather than like journaling or reading or like talk well i think i talk to people a lot but rather than like journaling or reading like sometimes i'll just like scroll on social media or like do something to distract um, myself you know yeah. and that's something that i want to be better about yeah no, i she and her da da da. Oh. <laughs> um, no, that's true. There's just an increasing reliance, and it's so hard now to live in a world where it's all so technology yeah. dependent. You know what I mean? It's like, I think, which I don't know, I feel like I sound like an old person, but I do feel like for me personally, of course, I mean, if you're listening to this and you feel like social media has only impacted you positively or your phone has only impacted you positively, then more power to you. Yeah. But um, personally, I feel like it has done very little to um, improve my life. Yeah. And it yet absorbs so much of my time and attention and energy. Well, I feel like for me, it's for me. Yeah. Because the way I'm, I'm wired, it's just an outlet for anxiety and unnecessary comparison. I do think for me, it's allowed, you know, I mean, in terms of like knowledge, like I'm not unaware of the way that technology has greatly improved my ability to access education and to access information. Like I think that well, yeah, there's a lot of equitability with that. No, I know what you mean, but like, I I know I think you're talking more about like social media than like necessarily technology as a whole. No, I'm talking about like dependency, but yeah, in like, I don't know, more specifically social I mean, media. Then again, like, even stuff like podcasts, like, sometimes they're, like, they become coping mechanisms for me to, like, is tune out my own thoughts and just listen to somebody else's. And it's just, like, we never have to be present anymore. Yeah. I don't want to be. Oh, and it's, like, even if you, you call somebody on the phone, and, not, again, this sounds, like, very boomer, but it's, like, you're not looking somebody in the eyes. Like, you can be doing other stuff. You can be spacing out. You don't really have to be, yeah, like... Yeah, but sometimes that's also the only option. True, and that's what I mean. Is like, there's definitely pros to it, and I think that technology has had a lot of positive impacts, but I think that that's part of what makes technology such a hard thing is it's not black and white. There's so much gray. I think one thing that's good about social media that I will say is that it helps to get social movements on their feet. That's true. You know what I mean? Like if we look back at um, black lives matter, which I don't know why like people just stopped giving that attention, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I mean, George Floyd was murdered. Like there were, you know, the information and videos and pictures and everything was for better or for worse sent around the internet. And mm-hmm. I think that definitely, you know, um, lit a fire underneath people. I think in some ways that practice was a little bit careless because I did hear from some of my um, friends of color or like mutuals of color that sometimes it can be like gratuitous violence yeah. and videos of violence that is just like traumatic and reinflicting that trauma upon them and in that way not great. But in other ways, I think it really did get 
that movement attention yeah and in some ways i really think the technology does help to have like more equitability in terms of information um because it's just like so widely like disseminated across social media and across the internet like you have access to a lot more information that before maybe only people of like higher classes or things like that or like (laughs) aristocratic status would have access to and so i think that that's really interesting but before we go do you have anything else that you'd like to say my dear dearest um just do what makes you happy yeah that's that's what my number one advice is and i'm trying to focus on this year um because i do an end of year reflection every year now and and projection i guess for the next year yeah and um i also do that on my little birthday i do that on my birthday but it's the perfect birthday for an end of year reflection december 34th yeah Capricorn. Um, <laughs> and Pisces. You're not, anyway. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I do love Pisces. That's my favorite sign. But um, it is. It's true. Second. Capricorn is mine. Oh, Cute. I was going to say, I also love... Well, this is getting I like topic, Cancer and Leo, too. I hate Cancers and Leo. Okay, well, I Mark love, is a Leo. Well, he doesn't seem like so one. He Marina. seems more like a Virgo. He kind of does. He seems like a Taurus to me. Oh, yeah. Anyways. I like Scorpios a lot. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, as I was saying. Oh, yeah. I've been trying to get better at just being aware that, like, you know, I, I think so often it's easy to get confused between what do you want versus what do you think other people want of you. Mm-hmm. And so just do what you feel like makes you happy. Because even if you comply with what you think, like, other people want of you you're still not going to feel fulfilled yeah. from that. So do what you want. If you want to be off the grid, be off the grid. If you want to have like 40 Instagram accounts where you post fan edits, do that. Yeah. <laughs> and take care of yourself, your head and your heart. Um, I think that that's really important too. Is like, you know, I, I think that there's like, I was talking to Ali and I love to bring this up because there are some days where I'm like, I just think I spent the whole day taking care of my body. Like I brushed her teeth and I gave her her Literally, medicine and so I worked her out. And I was like, but it's like, I think that there's like a lot of stuff that you can do that's both like nourishing for your body and nourishing for your soul. So I think just find times real, to do this. Like going for walks. That's yeah, I yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think just do what you need to do to nourish your body and your soul and take time for yourself and give yourself grace. There's like a really good book called The Prophet that we could talk about for hours I um <laughs> i love that book too but um yeah and they talk a lot about like you know like even when there's like a slip of the tongue that doesn't mean that you're evil and there's all of these things like you can make these mistakes and it doesn't mean that you're evil so just give yourself grace and have a great rest of your day